Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Scott Radley sitting in for Scott Thompson today. And yeah, it is uh, it is game six tonight. You may have heard something about the Raptors and a playoff and some game. I don't know if it's been talked about a little bit. You You may have heard something, but it is tonight down in Oakland against the Golden State Warriors game six. This could be the night perhaps that Toronto, that Southern Ontario has its first championship in one of the main major, in one of the four major sports since 1993. I know, I know people say TFC was a major sport. Well, it's a big sport. Soccer's a big sport, but it's not counted as one of the four majors, baseball, football, hockey, basketball. So we can have that fight later. But traditionally, there are four major North American sports. This would be Toronto's first championship in one of them since 93 when the Jays won. Want to bring in from Oakland, from beautiful Oakland, I understand, Mike Ganter from the Toronto Sun, who's covering the Raptors. Mike, how are you today? Good, Scott. How are you doing? Good. How is Oakland? Is it just lovely down there? Well, actually, I'm in San Francisco because uh, nobody in their right mind stays in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, San Fran, it's across the bay, and it's just a short bus ride. And, uh, yeah, Oakland's a little too... Uh, Gritty. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little gritty for a small town boy like myself. <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll cozy on up in uh, in San Fran and uh, and then take the uh, either take the Bart over or jump on a bus. But uh, we'll get there. We'll the the irony is that there's pro- there aren't many cities that are better and cooler and nicer than San Francisco. So you, I mean the two extremes right there. It is true. It is true. There is a. Uh, I mean, it's not perfect in San Francisco. The the uh, I, like oh my goodness the homeless population here is unbelievable like there there are far too many people who need help in this city but that's a that's another story i guess i'm here to cover a basketball game and uh it's uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it ending tonight i uh, uh i need to stand scott well other than the fact that you are picking up a lot of frequent fly, flyer miles uh, and it and but if it ends tonight it doesn't matter because it's going to end tonight or tomorrow and you got to come home anyway so you're getting the points it's true is it's tonight true. the night does it end tonight mike I think it does. I, I I thought it would. If if Kevin Durant hadn't come back uh, in Game Five, I, it would have ended. It would have ended then. And um, it's just this team is. Don't get me wrong. This 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 Golden State team is good. But this this Golden State team is. They're not playing at full strength, and there 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 are a lot of issues with this team right now. And uh, the Raptors the Raptors are they're like they're peaking right now. And and I just I don't uh, I don't see it going past tonight. Um, I mean, like I said, Kevin Durant gave them that boost they needed. I mean, it was only 12 minutes or 11 minutes, I forget what it was, but it wasn't a long time, and, and it was a costly. He, he paid a, a dear price for it, but he um, he extended this series. And um, now without him, and potentially without uh, Kevin, Looney, or Kevin Looney as well, I mean, this team is just, they're hanging, they're, they're a two-man team right now. I mean, it's, it's, Steph, it's Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, and uh, and then a, a little dash of uh, Draymond Green and, and and nothing much more. And the Raptors, like I said, the Raptors are, they're firing on all cylinders. They're everybody's there. I mean, Pascal Siakam hasn't hit hit a three in a in a month. It feels like, but um, beyond that, they're, uh, they're I I just think they're ready to take them down. I think it's I think it's over. Well, and you know, you mentioned Clay Thompson and and Steph yep. Curry and both of those guys. I mean, last game their three point shooting was incredible. And meanwhile, the Raptors' three-point shooting was abysmal. And you look, and the Raptors lose by a point, despite the fact that what was it, twenty to five in three-point uh, three-pointers, yep. something like that. Yep. Um, made three-pointers. Made three yeah, 
take away one three-pointer of those incredible 20 from Golden State or give Toronto one more, and there's your game already. Yeah, a free throw and we're going to overtime. It's a, there's so many scenarios, and it, it just it felt like it, it really felt like it should have ended in five, and it, it, it was the emotional boost and then the... Uh, and then the doubly emotional boost once, you know, watching a, a guy come back and basically give up a year because mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Durant's going to be gone for at least a year to, to, put their, to put his team in a, in a situation to win a game that they really had no business winning. And it, it was incredible. And, and then to go back to what's left, I mean, Clay and Steph, yeah, they were great, but they, they got off 13 and, and one had 14 and the other had 13 three-point attempts. If they, get, if they get close to that tonight, I'll be shocked. Um, you're going to see you're going to see the Raptors just basically uh, send the kitchen sink at at, at those two, and it, it, it's not they're not going to have those open looks. I mean, they're great ball, they're great at getting their shots off, but uh, they're going to be they're going to be just a, they're going to they're going to be under a a massive defense. It's going to be uh, I, I can't see them letting them those two beat them this uh, on this night. You mentioned Kevin Durant. I mean, look, we know the flack that Toronto fans got for how they reacted, and, I, and I'm not convinced that, I mean, while there was some cheering, I'm not convinced that Toronto fans were cheering for a ruptured Achilles tendon. I think they thought maybe he twisted his ankle or something and was just going to be out. I, I, I don't, I don't want to put the, the thought that they're so bloodthirsty that they know a guy suffered a serious injury and were thrilled about that. But, but the fact is, with him out, let's be honest, with him out, that is a massive advantage to the Raptors. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like his his return was their only hope, and his return and, and sustaining it was their only hope, and uh, it's gone now. And and I agree with you wholeheartedly, Scott. I mean, you cannot. Uh, it, it baffles me that people sit here and talk about these bloodthirsty fans. It's like, show me a fan. Uh, uh, let's take this to Hamilton. You, you, you put a, you put a, you put Bo Levi Mitchell on the ground, and he doesn't get up right away. Fans In the Grey Cup game. That's In the Grey Cup game. Yeah. That's their best player going out, and that means their team has a better chance. That is what sport is about. You're cheering for your team. And, I mean, nobody's cheering for a season-ending injury. Nobody's cheering for, you know, somebody you know, somebody to, you know, die on a field or anything. Like, it's just, that's all it is. It's you're cheering for your team. And if the other team loses their best player, that helps your chances. I, I This whole narrative of, you know, Toronto the ugly, I mean, it's, if you want to talk about Toronto the ugly? Let's go to those other ones that everybody's dra- dragging up. The uh, you know the the Warriors uh, fan on the street getting um, getting uh, beat up, or like those are the those are the idiot fans. But the, I mean, just you know your initial reaction to see uh, the other team superstar go down and you cheer. I'm sorry, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just that's that's sport. That's how it goes. Would you? And, this narrative is just, it's driving me bonkers, Scott. Mike, would you go so far as to say, because I believe this, but I don't know, you're the guy who's right there. If uh, if he had made it through, if Kevin Durant had made it through that game, the way he showed, if he had made it through that game healthy and was able to play the next two games, I believe the Warriors probably come back and win this series. There's Well, uh, I, I don't know if they win it because uh, I've, been, I've been pumping this team's tires and, and, and mostly because... They've been showing me and proving me wrong every time I've doubted them for about the last two weeks now. So uh, I, I'm not sure if they win, but if they certainly expect, they certainly extend the series and they make it a much better one. But without, I mean, that's why I'm at the position I'm at now. Going into this game without Kevin Durant, I don't see. I like. I really don't see this series being extended at all. I don't think it's going to be close. 
All right, uh, let's peel back the curtains a little. Now, most people will never have to write a game story on deadline like you're going to do tonight, especially a killer deadline on a late start where the folks back at the head office are screaming in your ear, where's the story, Mike? Where's the story, Mike? Come on. You already have at least the outline of a win and a loss story written, correct? Yeah, well, actually, no, it's early enough. I've only got the win written, but I do have to get the outline of a loss written, yes. Um, Um. and I like to have sort of at least an idea of which way I'm going to go. You don't want to you don't want to pre-think everything because you have to react to uh, you have to adjust to how the game goes. But just to have a rough draft and and sort of an area of you know you've done this before, Scott. You know you need you know let's say 800 words to get to, to get to, to get to 800 words and to have those 800 words done at the buzzer. You need a good chunk of the bottom finished. So I mean, I mean, a win. You're talking about all the things that have, that have happened in this season. In the season, the main things, the things you know, the things that you can look back on and say that was a moment when 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 this became possible. You're filling the bottom of your story with that, but you still have to leave. You still have to leave a good sized chunk of it for in the moment, what is happening, why it happened. Okay, so let's give us a little taste. We'll, we'll get a sneak peek here. One thing, one moment that you, if you're going to be writing this now, if they win today, what is the moment, what is the moment, other than assuming it's not a, uh, a, Ka- a Kawhi Leonard shot at the buzzer again to win the thing, assuming whatever, what is the moment mm-hmm. that led to this moment? What is the thing that allowed this to happen? I don't, know if I, I don't know if I'd say it allowed this to happen, but I'll give you one moment that I keep coming back to when I think about this season is this team coming out of San Antonio, I think it was it was early January, and they went into San Antonio and they got their brains beat out by the San Antonio Spurs and the San Antonio Spurs fans who just went up and up one side and down the other of Kawhi Leonard. And it was it was it was it was just it was total. It was just destruction. And uh, uh, I thought, wow. This team, this is this is gonna this this team may, ne- may never be the same again, and they came out the next game. Uh, we left San Antonio, uh, we left San Antonio, went up to Milwaukee, and without uh, without was it Kyle? Yeah, without Kyle Lowry, they beat this team. They beat Milwaukee, who they hadn't beat all year, and did it with the the kind of play that had, had put them in the position to be the first uh, first seed overall at that point in the year. And it was that bounce back, that turnaround, and that, you know, just that stick to itiveness and, and the resilience that just blew me away. I was like, I really, it, it took them no time whatsoever to turn the page on that one loss and just get right back on track. And that's when I started to, that's when I started to think, wow, this team is special. Okay. So now, and, and we're all hoping that's the story that we read tomorrow. Uh, if they lose today, w- w- anticipating, what would be a reason that you could possibly see that they could lose this game tonight? The same reason they lost the last game, Steph and Clay get off. They just go crazy. Um, I like I, said, I don't see it happening. I mean, I, I don't. They uh, it was it was a, there was a Mark Gasol comment after the game. He said we we had some miscommunication there at the end, and those two guys just got they got a look they shouldn't have got. And this team has done that all year. They've been when when pushes come to shove, they lock down on defense, and they they just take it away. And I, that's why I don't believe it's going to happen again because. It's already happened. It happened in Game Five. They're they're ready for it. They they know what happens if they let these two get loose like that, and and they just they're they're going to refuse to let them get loose. Um, 
that so that the only way it happens is if somehow I'm well, and I've been wrong, <laughs> Scott. I've been wrong many times before. And and Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry are two of the best guys in this league. The quickest they get off their shots, their, their three pointers are the quickest anybody in the league. So if they can do that, this team can win. But they're going to have to do it, and they're I mean, it's going to have to be even more because you're not going to have those twelve points from uh, Kevin Durant, and there is absolutely nobody else in this lineup that um, I mean. DeMarcus Cousins isn't the DeMarcus Cousins that you and I know from, you know, before his Achilles tear. He's a he's a shell of that player right now. There's nobody else in this lineup that can score on this team. Nobody. If you are a Raptors fan then, how would you be terribly nervous if it to, to go to a game 7 or do you think, you know, it they Toronto is so locked in that one of these two they're guaranteed to win? Are you, in other words, if they do lose tonight, is every Raptors fan going to be chewing their fingernail down to the nub with good cause? Uh, they are. I don't know, but with good cause. Like I said, I'm. I, I'm. This team has convinced me, and I know I'm not supposed to be this uh, homerish or this confident of uh, of the team I cover. But I just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. They're 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 this locked in. And um, I personally, uh, if it did go somehow get to it, did get to a game seven, I don't think my my tune my tune would change at all. Uh, but I know the Raptors fan base, and um, if there is reason to get anxious about anything, <laughs> they will. That's just 100%. Toronto. That's Southern Ontario. We've yeah. we've lived through yeah. enough <laughs> disappointments over the recent years. That that's the uh, on the flip side. On the flip side, Mike, and I mean, I know you're not tapped into MLSE's financial offices, but uh, no. they've got to be having fantasies about a game seven. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I think they're having fantasies about a, a championship one way. Absolutely. Or the other. I mean, uh, you know, Larry, Larry Tannenbaum, I mean, all those Service Ontario uh, uh, sites along the 401, he owns all of them. So, I mean, does the man need more money? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, let's go back no. to basketball for just a second, the game itself, because um, the NBA came out the other day after Game 5 and says, oh, you know what, oops, uh, missed the call late in the game there. Marc Gasol should have had two free throws on a, what I thought was an obvious foul. Um, yes. I get transparency and all, but does this help the NBA in any way? Because it seems to me all it does is create frustration in some fans and and ha- ha- throw the refs under the bus and all the rest. I, I I get that they're trying to be honest. I just don't know that it helps anyone. No, and I, and I think you're 100% right. It doesn't help anybody. I mean, but, like, what is the point to say our refs missed this? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think everybody who watches sports knows that, you know, Referees are not infallible. Like they, 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 are going to make mistakes. I mean, and I'll take this a step further. The whole video replay thing is just ruining sports for me. I hate the let's 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 sit down. Okay, we're 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 at a stoppage in play. Okay, let's go back and let's review this play, and then you know five minutes later let's change the facts. It it, it doesn't. I hate review. I think we should just put it in the officials' hands live by whatever they call. Hopefully they get the call right. If they don't, they don't. But, I mean, it's again, it just ruins sport. And uh, this last two-minute report is just, it's, I know, you're right. They're, they're trying to be, you know, transparent, and they're trying to be, you know, everything to everyone. But it serves no purpose Amen. other than just riling up the fans. It just, I mean, I don't know about your Twitter feed, but as soon as that one, as soon as that last two-minute report comes out, mine just goes bonkers. Well, of course, because now what happens if somehow against what you think and I think, if somehow Golden State comes back and wins this series forever and ever and a day, 
Toronto fans are going to say the refs gave it to Golden State by not that should have been our game right there. You have you have handed the conspiracy theory to people on a silver platter, and that doesn't again. I don't think that helps. Plus. Mike, the fact is, it's the two-minute report. They do this for the last two minutes. I guarantee you, because basketball is impossible to call. It just is. There's too many big bodies in a small space. I guarantee you there were missed calls on both sides in the first 46 minutes of that game. Yeah, and, it, and if in the last two minutes, let's say four calls go against one team, and it looks, it looks that much worse, but you're right. What's to say that in the third quarter, those same four calls went the other way exactly. to the other team? It's it's It's... It's just, it's redundant. It, it, it really, it, it, it serves no purpose. Um, I'm not, like I said, I mean, it's this day and age of, you know, we want to we wanna be everything for everyone, and sometimes I think we just try to do too much. Just let it be. Live with, the, live with an official's errors. Live with the referee's mistakes. And, and let's just, you know, finish the game and then talk about it afterwards. Because it's, 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 it's entertainment. And, and, and the end, and, and at the end of everything, that's all it is. It's entertainment. Last and, thing, and uh, i got to let you go, because yeah. I know you got to be able yeah. to uh, go to Alcatraz or enjoy the Golden Gate Bridge or something today. I know you guys don't work yeah, until game like time. So. <laughs> um, the fact is that you mentioned a few moments ago about Golden State's issues. And we have heard, from, especially from a lot of American uh, media, ESPN and others, that they haven't used the word asterisk necessarily, but with the injuries... The sense is that if Toronto does win this, for a lot of people, this will come with an asterisk. The Golden State was not the Golden State team that they should have been. And Toronto, yeah, they won, but is that fair? Uh, uh, oh, and, and, and I think that kind of thinking only lasts a couple of weeks. Because if you look back on this, if you look back on this two years from now, nobody is going to remember or nobody is going to be thinking that way. Like, it's just... I mean, in the moment, maybe people are going to say asterisk, but you could do that. You could do that with any, like, any professional series, especially like you take an NBA, like anything that's going for two months, and they're playing as hard as they do. They're going to be injuries, and they're going to be. They're going to be. It's part of the game. It's always been part of the game. So no, I don't. I don't buy into the asterisk thing at all. I, I think in the moment, people are going to say, "Oh," and use it as an excuse. But I think you know when you look back on this one years from now, it's just going to be the Toronto Raptors won their won their first NBA championship in uh, in 2019. Have you ever got to write about a championship in any sport yet? Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Ticats fans are going to hate me for this one. Uh, the '95 Grey Cup. All right. No, sorry, '96. '96. So it's been a while. Yeah, '96 Grey Cup. Uh, I was not, I, I came on the Jays beat in 95, right after the strike and after the two. So there was absolutely no championships in that, and uh, clearly nothing yet from the Raptors. So no, this will be the first one. Uh, there was a Varsity Blues title back in the Vanier <laughs> Cup back in the day, I can remember. Uh, but no, nothing nothing of this magnitude at all. Well, I hope you get to do it. I hope you get to have a Mike Ganter byline or logo beside a championship story. That would be uh, one to, to keep forever and show the grandkids someday. Uh, Mike Ganter from the Toronto Sun down in, not Oakland, in San Francisco. We want him alive until game time. Mike, appreciate you doing <laughs> this. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Scott. See you. Talk to you. That is, uh, again, Mike Ganter from the Toronto Sun. You can read his stuff. Great uh Great writer, great sports writer, great basketball writer. He's been doing this a long time. Let me tell you, doing this long before it became fun in this kind of way anyway to cover the Raptors. A lot of losing Mike has done. All these guys, this is the amazing thing, and women. There's women on the, the covering the beat too. I don't want to leave them out. But they're, for the ones who have been doing this for a long time, 
there have been a lot of losses, a lot of dark days, a lot of boring days. Nice for everybody, but especially or particularly for them who have gone through that to finally have a chance to to do something like this. Uh, game starts tonight, 9 o'clock. If you want to watch it in Hamilton, it's on at First Ontario Centre. You can watch it with people there. You can watch it at home, obviously. Or if you're at the Cat game, they're showing it on the screen afterwards, apparently. I don't know what happens if it's pouring rain at that point. They'll tell you then. But again, First Ontario Centre, if you want to see it with folks. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.